Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Good morning, friends. Except for it's not actually morning when I'm recording this. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. So good afternoon. Uh, My name is Emily. My dog, Samson, is hanging out underneath the table that I record these podcasts on. So if you hear any random moans, groans, he actually really likes to burp as soon as I start recording. That is my darling dog, Samson, the love of my life. Kind of a pain in the butt when I'm trying to record stuff, though. The topic of this podcast is not 100% sure what I want to call it, but I think I'm going to say the stories we tell ourselves and how it impacts our perception of our life, our perception of our being, how we interact with ourselves in the world and others. Sounds like pretty abstracty and kind of like outside of my lane of the like sports chiropractic world, but bear with me while I organize my thoughts around this topic. Um, two different things have led me to want to record this episode. One is my own personal experience lately. Um, I am, oh gosh, almost two months out from dislocating my left shoulder. So I've been doing a buttload of rehab. I've been slowly like reintroducing new movements. And for the most part, it's going really well. But there's a huge but. Um, this week, I am cleared to start returning to like higher level pole classes. So if you're not in the pole world, most studios do levels, and so you have like quote-unquote easier moves that you do in like levels like one, two, and then the harder you get, the like level number goes up as well. So this was my first week where I was cleared to try to go to um, some of the higher level classes. I'm I've been like honestly like really blessed in my. Um, rehab journey and like I only took probably like a week a week and a half off from pole and was still able to like continue doing the like lower level classes for the majority of the time that I was like in the cute cute phase of my injury but now I'm ready to start pushing myself and I am struggling with it and struggling in like a variety of different ways because it's been like two months since I've attempted um, anything relatively challenging, um, especially in the pole world. My rehab has been really challenging, but um, doing stuff on the pole, it's been about two months. And there's a lot of fear and like apprehension about moving my shoulder into different positions that it hasn't been in for a while, as well as a lot of fear that I may end up injured again. So I've been taking some time to kind of deconstruct some of the thoughts that I'm having about my body. And some of it's like, okay, maybe I'm just not 100% ready to try to push my shoulder because that apprehension can be like a pretty big like red flag that um, like an athlete's not ready to return to sport. But more I'm realizing that I am telling myself in my lovely little brain that um, 
I'm like a, a fragile person, I guess. Like my shoulder's fragile. Like I need to be careful. I shouldn't push it too hard. Like I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, and while these thoughts are normal and to be expected when you have a traumatic injury, if I don't find a way to, I'm going to say get a hold of them or like get to the root of them, maybe that's a better phrasing, um, that can be a story that I can continue to tell myself for days, months, years. And then the next thing you know, I'm like super apprehensive to do anything with my shoulder or I'm viewing my left shoulder as like my like quote unquote bad shoulder or my shitty shoulder or my fragile shoulder, like pick a word to describe my shoulder and I can see that route happening. And so this is something that um, I've been just kind of like pondering on my own, not really thinking that much about it, but I had a um, discovery call for someone for my online coaching program recently that brought this, like brought some clarity to some of the thoughts that I was going through. And this person, not trying to give out any like personal details because not okay with that, but they had been told at a fairly young age that a part of their body like wasn't working properly. This wasn't by, um, from my understanding, a medical professional, even though I've heard some horror stories of people being told by their medical professionals that like their glutes don't work, their core isn't activating, all of those things that are complete bullshit. If you are able to walk, your core and your glutes work just fine. Um, and the anyways, this person had been told that a body part of theirs was not working. And this is a message that they have held on to until their adult years. So years of their life have been like kind of hung up around this topic of my blank doesn't work properly. It's impacting their ability to perform different moves because they don't think that their body part is going to be able to handle it. They have told themselves that since their body part doesn't work, that means that other parts of their body is having to work harder. And it's this like whole, this whole thing, like whole thing that's part of their, how they like move in the world, right? Like how they perform, how they present themselves and maybe and that's like a really um small maybe like maybe there actually is some small sense of validity to like their body part not activating quote unquote as much as they need it to for some of the moves that they're doing but when you walk around with the mindset, the vision that your body doesn't function properly, doesn't work right, isn't in alignment, all of these things, you're instilling a sense in your own self that like you are fragile and that your body can't handle things. Really would like to point out to everyone that's listening is that for the most part, most people's bodies are incredibly adaptable. Yes, there are going to be people that have um, different conditions and um, disabilities and things where it's like, no, actually my body just like point blank doesn't work. But for the majority of people, 
there, your body can like adapt to what you expose it to. And if you view your body as being this like broken, fragile, unactivated thing, you're not going to ever expose yourself to what you need to expose yourself to in order to have the adaptations that you need to be able to do the things that you want to do. And digging deeper into this conversation, I think it's one that um, like lights my fire a lot because a lot of medical providers of a variety of different kinds like to use what's called nocebic language. And so it's like fear-based language that makes people's pain or like symptoms almost worse because they like instill fear into their patients. So I'm a chiropractor. I'm going to stay in the chiropractic realm. And a very common one is that chiropractors will tell people that they need to get adjusted on a regular basis because their spine is out of alignment. And another word that is common in the chiropractic world is that you're, you have a subluxation. So if you don't have an anatomy background or like a physiology background and you're being told that your spine, which is like the center of your body, is like out of alignment, for the, most people that is going to bring up some visions of like um, like Jenga blocks, right? Like something that's like super fragile, unstable, that if you move incorrectly, that the whole thing is just going to come toppling down and you need to be like extra careful of the movements that you do because you don't want this to happen. Unfortunately, this is a way that doctors use to earn money. So if you tell someone that their spine is out of alignment, that they're super fragile, and that the way to fix it is to see them on a regular basis, you are paying your doctor a lot of money. They're getting a lot of money from this message that they are choosing to portray. So it's something that honestly like makes me super angry because yes, there are like completely valid reasons for you to see your doctor on a regular basis. There's a lot of like um, stuff that we can work on, whether it be like strength, flexibility, um, being able to move into a movement, um, like I'm going to say better because there's really no bad movements. There's just movements that your body isn't prepared for, but there's ways for, for me at least to make the argument with like both my own body and a few of the people that I treat on a regular basis, that there are things that they are working through that having some sort of guidance, it would be beneficial for them. But I very, very strongly believe that using fear-based tactics to support your business is incredibly shitty. So kind of circle this whole thing together. few things that I think we all need to be aware of, both as like just people in general, and then if you happen to be a provider listening to this, is that the messages that we tell ourselves and the messages that we tell the people that we interact with, especially if you're in like a doctor-patient relationship, hold a lot of weight. And so if you are telling yourself things that would instill any sort of like negative emotion in 
your body in general, but especially around movement, that's something that's like worth exploring. And it's worth digging into where did you learn that your body part doesn't activate? And is that actually plausible and really true? Um, Because a lot of times people are told that a certain part of their body won't like won't activate and then they're able to do things like an iron x (laughs) and let me tell you there is nothing going on in your body that isn't activating when you're doing an iron x you're everything's getting getting worked really well that's a really hard move so that is where i'm at with the the day today is just really wanting you to explore the messages that you're telling yourself and then taking a step back and pondering if they're, they are actually true or if they are just a story that you've been told that has no sense of reality and should be worked through and let go. And on that note, I will let you go. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever day it is that you are listening to this. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye.